Hello and welcome to God's Pathway to Life. I'm your host, Dave, and today we're going to talk about spiritual blessings, the armor of God, and some Bible verses to help you fight in the spiritual war. Spiritual blessings. What are spiritual blessings? Well, don't worry about that. I got a little video clip, or I got a clip, that audio clip that we're going to play today to help talk about spiritual blessings. And uh, armor of God, I also have another little clip that we're going to play about the armor of God. So uh, let's get right to it, and uh, I'm going to start the audio clip. God Questions Ministries. What are spiritual blessings? Ephesians 1 verse 3 says that we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in Christ. What are these spiritual blessings, and what do they do for us? Contrary to some beliefs, they are not some mysterious power or cosmic connection reserved for a select few. They are the key benefits of a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. The word blessing in Ephesians 1 verse 3 is the Greek word eulogy, and it means to speak well of. Since God is the one acting in this verse, we can say that God has spoken good things about us or pronounced good things for our benefit. The good things that God has decreed for us are probably beyond our ability to number, but we can outline a few by looking at the verses which follow that statement. Ephesians 1 verses 4 through 13. The first blessing listed is the election as saints. Ephesians 1 verse 4 says that He has chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. God has chosen to make us holy and blameless, and all because of His love, His good pleasure, and His grace. Verses 5 and 6. What a blessing that even when we were dead in sins, Ephesians 2 verse 5, God chose to extend His grace to us and offer us salvation. This is even more amazing when we realize that He made that decision before sin even entered into the world. The second blessing listed is found in verse 5, our adoption as His children. Not only has God chosen us to be made holy, but He grants us full status as His children, with all the benefits thereof. John 1 verse 12 says, As many as received Him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. When we receive the gospel, we receive full access to the Father, able to call out to Him as His children. The third spiritual blessing is in verse 6, where we are made accepted in the Beloved. The word is related to grace and gives the idea of making us graceful or favorable through Christ, the Beloved of God. When we put on Christ, the Father sees His loveliness when He looks at us. The blood of Christ has taken away the guilt of our sins, and we stand before the Father as perfectly accepted. This leads us right into the fourth blessing in verse 7, the redemption through His blood. Redemption speaks of buying one's freedom, paying a ransom. The price for our sins, the payment to buy us out of eternal condemnation, was fully paid by the blood of Christ. In Christ we are no longer slaves to sin, but we become slaves to God. Since we are bought and paid for by His blood, we have an obligation to glorify God in our body and spirit. Verse 7 also describes the fifth blessing, the forgiveness of sins. It is closely related to redemption, but looks on the other side of the coin. In paying the ransom for our sins, the debt of sin was canceled, and we were forgiven. We no longer have the burden of guilt for violating God's holy laws. The sixth spiritual blessing listed is knowing the mystery of His will. Verses 8-10 through 10, God has given us wisdom and insight through His Word, and has shown us His desire to bring all things together to glorify Christ. Since all of creation was made by Him, and is for His good pleasure, 
the consummation of His plan is when everything and every one is brought in line to glorify Him. By aligning ourselves with Him by faith, we become part of His perfect plan and purpose. Verse 11 says that another blessing is the inheritance that is given to us through Christ. What is included in that inheritance? But as it is written, Eye hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love Him. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9. The riches of glory, the presence of God, the eternal home, these don't even scratch the surface of all the blessings that belong to our inheritance. Another blessing is found in Ephesians 1 verse 13, which is the sealing of the Holy Spirit. When we become God's children, He places His mark of ownership on us, guaranteeing our eternal security. This is spoken of as the down payment of our full redemption to hold us until the day of Christ brings us to Him. The list could go on and on, speaking of the privileges that are ours in Christ. We are laborers together with God. We are ambassadors bringing the message of reconciliation to a foreign land. We are the bride of Christ. We have the peace which passes understanding, and the assurance that nothing is able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. How do we access all these blessings? They are readily accessible to everyone who is in Christ Jesus. The way to be in Christ is to repent or turn away from our sins, confessing to God that we are sinners. When we believe that Christ died to take our punishment and now lives to give us new life, He grants us forgiveness of sins and all the blessings that accompany that salvation. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org. Okay, so that's what I was able to find on the website of uh, gotquestions.org. And so that's spiritual blessings. And so now we're going to talk about the armor of God and how to put on the armor of God. The natural question is, how do you put on these six pieces of armor that, that, that God has given the Christian to fight spiritual warfare, to be victorious in spiritual warfare? Well, God has a one-stop shop for getting dressed, for dressing for spiritual success, and that is prayer. Uh, Paul says in chapter 6, verse 18 of, of Ephesians that, in all things, with all prayer for all the saints, all the time, you are to engage in spiritual warfare. So you put them on in prayer. You put on the, the belt of truth by declaring in prayer to God that you believe what he says. You put on the belt of righteousness by acting based on what God has said and declaring to God, I want to please you in this matter. You put on the, 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 the shoes of, of, of the gospel of peace. When you say, God, confirm this situation in my life by giving me peace or cause so much discomfort that I know I shouldn't move forward. You put on the shield of faith by acting like God is telling the truth and asking God to support you in your actions, particularly if those steps are difficult to take. You put on the helmet of salvation in prayer when you ask God to clear your mind of anything that would distract you from uh, operating with His perspective in your thinking, then you put on the, uh, 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 the Word of God when you quote Scripture and ask God to show you the right Scriptures to use. Bring prayer in and you're dressed for success because prayer is God's means of communicating 
from heaven to earth so that eternity enters time when you're under spiritual attack so the devil has no option but to leave you alone. That was Tony Evans on the prayer for putting on your armor of, of God. Okay, uh, so next I'm going to talk about some Bible verses that would be great to have in your mind if you're uh, not reading your, your Bible yet or you still not have got to that point where you're reading your Bible. I would suggest that you try to put something in your head that will, will help you help you get understanding. And so uh, we got a couple of ones. I'm going to go ahead and uh, bust them out right here. We got Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 and 11. Let me turn there real quick. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wilds of the devil. And then we got one on 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter 3, verse 3. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from all evil. And 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, 4 and 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, fleshly, but mightily through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And uh, five, casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and being bringing into captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. There's a good one. Bringing into captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. And that's what I was saying. The devil, when he tries to attack you, he's going to put a thought in your head and you're going to think you thought that thought. I'm telling you, if you're a Christian, you made your statement of faith, and you have salvation in your heart, that thought is not your thought. The devil is trying to fool you, so don't fall for it. When, when that thought comes into your head, that's when you need to capture it, arrest it, and hand it over to Christ. Okay, so uh, 1 Peter. Let's go to 1 Peter, because I got one for 1 Peter, too. I'm trying to find turning my page. Okay, here's 1 Peter. 1 Peter 5. Chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. Be sober and uh, vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaming lion, walks about seeking whom he, uh, he may devour, whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are imposed onto your brothers that are not in the world. Okay, so that uh, was just a little bit of FYI, something that, some kind of tools to help you get understanding. So, you know, you have all everything that you need, uh, God has given to you at, this point, at the point of uh, salvation. So you have everything you need. God has given you the armor of God to help you fight against the devil and how to keep your walk straight. And the Bible verses are a way to fight the, the Satan when he pops into your head and tries to get you to think a thought that you didn't thought. So that's just some tools and something that you may need on your Christian walk to help you fight the devil in the spiritual warfare because, like I said, once you decided to join Christ, 
you're a foot soldier in his army now, and the devil's going to come after you. So be strong in Christ, and he's a, our fortress, and we run to him, and we are faithful or strong in him. Remember, it's his strength that carries us through. Okay, so that's all I have for today. And uh, remember, uh, say something to somebody you don't know because we are all strangers and love each other as you'd like to be loved. It's God's greatest commandment. All right, your friend in Christ, Dave. Bye. <laughs>